Good evening, Anchor Bays, and welcome back to another episode of the Time McQueen Show. <laughs> it's your girl, Time McQueen. Thanks so much for joining me here. Today's topic, I think this is a pretty good one, and I have a personal story to share with you on today's topic, so it may get a little bit lengthy, but I promise you, y'all be wanting to know my business so bad, so y'all just can go ahead and listen. Either way, (laughs) today's topic is, can you meet the right person at the wrong time? Interestingly enough, I polled my audience on Instagram, and of the people who responded, 1,117 people That was 96% versus 75 people, only 4% said, yes, you actually can meet the right person at the wrong time. Hmm. It's really interesting, right? Furthermore, and I thought this was very interesting because I, I got a few responses in my DM. Uh, one of the young ladies said that, Yes, she reintroduced this person back into their life and now they are married. So she wasn't feeling him on the first date and she admitted that they both had a lot of growing to do's and um, needed to gain some life experiences. But what what stood out to me about what she said is that it took her getting her heart broke by an ancient man to realize the things that she needed in a relationship not just what she wanted but what she needed in a relationship which brought her back to this person that she had met went on a date with wasn't feeling and now reintroduced him into her life and they're married kudos to you bitch you know i'm real proud of you for that because i think it takes a strong person to one admit that what they've had isn't what they need And then recognize that maybe this person that I didn't give a full chance is that person that I'm actually needing. And it worked out because they're married. So once again, congratulations to you, bitch. I'm waiting on mine. But while I wait on mine, let me tell you about mine. Because, honey, yeah. Let me just go back a little bit because there are a few things that I can say. But let me just, you know... For those of you who do not know, I have been very open about talking about a heartbreak that I experienced. My very first heartbreak, and it only took me to be 35 years old to experience this. And let me tell you why. So I had the same boyfriend basically throughout my entire high school life. And he was two years ahead of me, so he was out of school before me. By the time I got out of school, you know, we got to the point where we realized, and we're still friends to this day, but we realized, you know, it just wasn't for us. Like, it just wasn't going to be a thing. <laughs> so, you know, we separated. And maybe from the time I was 19 until the time I was about 28, I was a whole-ass lesbian, y'all. <laughs> And I say it now, and it's funny to me now, but yeah. So, in my adult life, I've never been in a relationship with a man. Have I had situations? Have I been intimate? Have I been on dates? Yes, but actually being in a relationship with a man? No, never lived with a man, ever. And I am 35 years old. So, back in March, yes. I thought I was in love with someone and just 
they didn't love me back, you know, it just, it just didn't work out. And at that point when it ended, I was so bitter. I was so angry. Like, let me tell y'all something. You don't know how bitter and angry you are until you about to lease a left eye motherfucker and burn their house down. And that's the point that I was at. You know what I'm saying? Because I really was trying to build something with this person. And all of the signs were telling me that this was not the person to do that with. But I don't know. Call it desperation. Call it wishful thinking. I tried anyway. And... This is a big lesson for anybody to learn. You cannot force a blessing that's not yours. What's not for you will never manifest into anything great. So when you start seeing those red flags, you really need to pay attention to them, not ignore them, but take them for what they really are. Because a lot of times those red flags are trying to save us from getting heartbroken, but my stubborn ass did not heed those warnings and yeah I became an angry bitter black woman and I got into the fuck niggas niggas ain't shit I'm just about to play these motherfuckers it's finesse season get money you know I ain't never gonna date nobody ever again I'm gonna be single the rest of my life that was the mentality that I had and let me tell you that is a very toxic mentality to maintain because there are over 7 billion people on this earth. And you trying to tell me out of all those people, all those people and the ones that are men, you trying to tell me that all the men ain't shit? Nah. Nah, sis. I can't believe that. And I'm not going to allow you to believe that either. Yes, there are men that play with women's hearts, but all of them ain't shit. In all these countries and all these continents? <laughs> nah, that's a very toxic mentality to maintain. So, I really had to go through a period of grieving through this heartbreak and letting myself heal. And there are some things that I did and I started to journal and I started to ask people questions and I started to listen to stories of other people who were heartbroken and through all of that I've been writing a book so my book surviving single is basically a self-help guide to basically facilitate people through heartbreak or in a single world being single in this world that we live in because for whatever reason single people be looked at like less than oh you ain't got no husband no, I don't. And that's okay. Oh, oh, you single? Yes, I am. And that's okay. You know, we got to remove this stigmatism that single means you're lonely or you're desperate and you're bitter because that's not the case. Being single is a time to appreciate yourself and to build your value, to build your worth. And there's just so many things I have to say on that, but we're touching on it in the book. So make sure you go over to timeacqueen.com. Wait for the pop-up, sign up on the mailing list, and then you'll get first update on when the pre-orders for the books will be out. But I'm hoping to get that project released by this summer. So here we are that this man has popped back up into my life. And I'll just call him Flex because I ain't telling you what his name is for real, for real. (laughs) 
But, um, so Flex pops back up. Now, this is the thing about me and him. We dated a year ago. Uh, we've been through the get to know you stage. I was really, you know, I really liked him. We had a really good rapport. Uh, he, and he's, he's a lot of the things that I asked for in a man. You know, he works out. He's educated. Um, he has a nice job. He has a sense of humor. So there are a lot of things. He's a, he's a strong, he a New York nigga. So, you know, he, he ain't with the shits. Like he, he'll handle my ass and my, my attitude and my smart mouth. So I needed someone that was an alpha male because I can be, you know, I'm very much a Scorpio and we all know how that can go. But, um, so basically he got missing on me and that's how we ended up not speaking and I blocked him now when me and him were dating last year heartbreak was around he knew all about heartbreak because I told him about him and he knew how I felt about him and this is where meeting Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright can occur at the wrong time because one my feelings were caught up in someone else Although I liked him, we were spending time together, getting to know each other. You know, we started dating and hanging out more frequently. And I mean, it's even deeper than that between us because um, a lot of you know, my grandmother passed away last year and he was there with me through that process. Uh, you know, calling me every day, FaceTiming me, checking up on me, just being a shoulder to cry to invent. And, you know, when I came back to New York, he was there waiting on me. And that's where we picked up and we, you know, he really helped me through a depressed time in my life just by, just by being himself, being humorous, you know, taking me out and taking my mind off of that situation. So we built up a little rapport. And so it's not like he's just someone that I went on a date with. No, it's like we got a little time invested and I thought that it could have been something between us, but one, I already knew that I still had a spot in my heart for someone else, and I was really waiting on that someone else to come around, but I felt like, okay, well, let me just deal with him until this other one makes up their mind, and in the min in, in the meantime, he ended up not talking to my ass. He ended up ghosting on my ass. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, the nigga went to Block City because y'all know I don't, I'm the queen of Block City. So I blocked him. So now he's back. This is the, this is, this is, it's just so ironic, this entire thing, because he popped back up not even a full day after the whole heartbreak situation went down. And I was being an angry, bitter black woman and basically just chewed his head off and it was ironic because he was being really nice to me which he's really New York and you know he, he wasn't doing that he was like being nice to me but I'm just like yo fuck niggas I ain't got time for this shit nigga what you why is you here in my inbox because I blocked him he didn't know I blocked him so he reached out to me on Instagram and my DM and I'm like why are you here in my DM like you don't even use Instagram but he was like, well, you got me blocked and I've been trying to reach you for several months, 
but I'm just now realizing I couldn't because my number was blocked. Yes, nigga, your number is blocked. Now bad. So that was that. So here we are. Fast forward to May because that happened back in March. Fast forward to May and he's back. This time he texts me from some number I don't know. And I'm like, you know, who is this? Now, it's crazy how a little bit of self-reflection can go a long way. Because where I was back in March mentally, I am definitely not here now. You know, I, I'm, I'm such in just a place of clearness. Like, you know, my mood has changed. My thoughts are changing. And I decided to hear him out this time. So instead of being an angry black woman, I'll let you talk. I'll let you tell me what's going on with you. And the first thing that he did was he apologized to me very sincerely. He also let me tell him what was wrong. You know, what I felt was wrong, where we went wrong, you know, why I was so angry at him. He, and that's important communication and not just communicating, but listening It's a, it's a two way street. You have to have both. So come to find out the, the reasons why he, you know, basically ghosted on me, which led to me blocking him. He, one had an issue with his son's health. As a 13-year-old son and something was going down there, which started to take up a lot of his time. And he also lost his job. <laughs> I didn't know that. And also, unbeknownst to me, there was some girl that was lingering around. And now, although I had told him about heartbreak and how I felt about him and Blase Squad, he never told me about this girl back when we were, you know, dating but he, you know, yeah, I had this girl and I wasn't interested in her. I was feeling you and we were already at the end of our situation. We weren't really seeing each other. Apparently, they had dated for about three months. The girl didn't even know where she lived at, where he lived at. And um, he wasn't feeling her, but she wasn't getting the hint. So he said, I was trying to let her down softly so I could be done with it and put more focus into you then my son got sick then I lost my job and I you know kind of went into a depressed state and he's like I wanted you so bad but I knew that I couldn't be the man to you that you needed and I was jealous because I knew that if I waited too long someone else would get you and I didn't want that and I'm just mind blown. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> none of this conversation that we're having, I'm expecting. But as things started to, you know, unravel from both of us, you know, conversing with each other and being open in dialect, I just found out a lot that I didn't know last year, thinking that he was just, being an ancient man to me and that wasn't it he was trying to be a better man to come back to me and present himself so here we are <laughs> so we had a very nice conversation and all but at this point I'm like why are you here <laughs> we haven't talked in months the last time you attempted to talk to me I basically chewed your ass out Yes, I'm being nicer now, but what is it that you are really here for? And he's like, I'm here for you. 
I'm here because I've wanted you. I've thought about you every single day. And I didn't think that that you, he's basically saying, I didn't think that you would be the woman that I would think about like this, but you are, I miss you and I want you back. Wait, what? A bit shook. You know what I'm saying? I am shook. Now, let me just tell you. I would already made it very clear to him how I felt about him and his departure from my life last year. Now, this was before he told me what was going on. So, everything's, you know, it's kind of making sense to me. But you got to realize, I'm at a point where talk is cheap. I don't give a fuck about what you're telling me. What are you showing me? Show me something, honey. Show me the money. Show me something. You know what I'm saying? I don't got time to just be, you know, okay, you're back. Now what? Like, first of all, we don't even live in the same city. I don't I don't want to sit and talk on the phone to somebody endlessly with, you know, no intention, no purpose. Why are you here and what do you really want? And he is straight up telling me that, yo, I want you. And we've already been through the get to know you stage. I've thought about this for months. I made plans for us, you know, to be together. And this is what I want out of us. Basically, he's just laid out this whole, you know, he's laid out the whole scenario. And I'm just, I'm I'm beyond shook, honey, because the way he responded to me is just not what I was expecting, you know. (laughs) I'm still shook. Like, I'm still shook. And this has been a week now that we've been conversing back and forth. But, you know, basically I told him, I'm not listening to your talk. I'm so tired of people talking me to death. And this is a teachable moment for you guys as well. Stop letting people just tell you anything. Anyone can tell you that they're going to do better, but are they actually showing you? Are they actually doing better? Or are they just saying that shit to get you back on that good side? Because that's what heartbreak would do to me. I would complain about some shit and he'd be like, all right, I do better. Ain't change a single fucking thing in the two years that we, you know, were on and off talking. He didn't change nothing. You know, he was who he was and set in his ways and nothing that Ty was saying was ever going to move that man. And that's the main reason why he wasn't for me. But now here I have Flex has popped up in my life. And, you know, I'm in a better place. I'm not being an angry, bitter black woman. You know, I've forgiven him for, you know, making me feel some type of way. I'm being open and receptive to what he's saying. And basically what he is saying is that he wants me. So, it's like at this point, the ball is in my court. What am I going to do? And I just told him, like, look, based on your past experiences... Your track record is not good. So you're 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 going to have to put your money where your mouth is. If you really want to manifest something beyond, you know, we done the dating thing. We we were dating, you know, and we got to know each other. You know, we, we've established a personal rapport with each other. What's next? I'm, I'm asking him, what is next? And basically, we got to the point where, you know, we're going to Puerto Rico on Friday. a lot more that happened between what I just said and us going to Puerto Rico but that's where we are now we're here and honestly I don't want to tell you guys everything because I want to see how this situation is going to manifest but I will say this 
I'm being very open and receptive. I'm not holding my past hurt against him. And I'm allowing him to be a man of his word and not just tell me things, but show me things. And he was like... And this is the thing. He already had this trip booked to Puerto Rico. He was going whether he had talked to me or not. He added me to the trip because he wanted me to be there with him. And he wanted us to have a place where we can go away and talk and, you know, really try to get to a better understanding of what it is that we're doing. Not only that, he already done booked a trip for me to come back to New York in two weeks so yeah like he's really trying to prove himself and I commend him for that so I will say this ladies I know it's hard when a man has hurt you and especially sometimes we don't get all the facts and we jump to conclusions in my case with him he ghosted on me as far as I seen it not knowing that he had some shit going on that Basically, he wanted to take care of and not bring me into. And I can't do nothing but respect that. I I have to be respectful of the fact that you have a child. And I never want you to neglect your child for the sake of me. First and foremost, you lost your job. And you knew as a man that you couldn't take care of me the way you wanted to. Or be a man to me in the way that you wanted to. Not having a job. So you needed to, you know, get your shit together there. I respect that, but he did get his shit back popping, you know, he was like, I got a great job, I'm making, you know, six figures, it's paying me double than what I was getting at my last position with a very stable five uh, Fortune 500 company, and, uh, you know, he was like, it's looking good, and now I'm in a position where I can approach you and be serious. You gotta, you really gotta commend the man for, for, for that. Because a lot of men will, this is what heartbreak did to me. He wasn't sure about what he wanted. So he wanted to keep me while still playing the field and seeing what he could get from this person and that person, whether he said it or not, your actions speak louder than words. And this is actions showed me that he wasn't ready. He wanted something. He just didn't know who he wanted it from, whether it was me or somebody else that he was entertaining. So he kept me close enough, but kept me far away. And that basically is what ended that situation between me and him. But I'm definitely not harboring any animosity towards him. I've forgiven him, even though I haven't talked to him. And I wish him the best. I want him to have the best life. It's just not going to be with me and vice versa. So now I have a new opportunity with somebody who has already been in my life, who I met at a time where I was into someone else with my feelings. He had something going on in his life where he felt like he couldn't be the man to me that he wanted to be. And now here we are. I'm healing myself, looking, you know, forward to a future with someone. Um, And he has put himself in a position to be a man to someone. And here we are. (laughs) Right person, wrong timing. It's possible, guys. So... Be optimistic, keep your eyes open, and you never know what you're going to get. So, 
let me know what you're thinking, guys. Have you a story of right person, wrong timing? I'm pretty sure a lot of you do. Let me know what it is. And also, don't forget, go over to the website, tymcqueen.com. Sign up on the mailing list because I will be on hiatus from Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook next month. So the only places that you're going to get me are on YouTube and here on my podcast. And I'll be releasing things through my mailing list to keep you informed on how my month is going. I'm doing a lot of, you know, um, I'll just say elevating. I'm taking some me time away from social media and I'm elevating. That's my game plan. So, guys, just remember, you never know where your match is going to come from. Be it someone new or be it someone old. And God had been telling me that I knew. I'm not I'm not really one of the main reasons I don't want to speak too much on the situation because again I want to see how it's gonna manifest and I don't want to speak too early. But there are some things God told me to do to get myself ready to be in alignment with my husband and I'm doing those things and it's just ironic that this person shows up possessing all the qualities that I asked God to bring to me in a man. So I'm just saying, be optimistic, guys. Until next time, I will see you. Bye.